Claesaw E. Just a Talking. Welcome to Just a Ticket, the bi-weekly Transport for Wales podcast. This is the start of our third series and we've got lots of interesting topics to talk about. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about a scheme that we've been running for just over 12 months and it's to help rehabilitate people into the workplace. I'm really pleased today to be joined by Helen Summers, Pathways Programme Advisor. And Brian Morse, uh, currently on the Pathways Programme, um, working to a, uh, a better future. Great. Welcome both to the podcast. Really nice to have you both here. It's, this is a real nice podcast because about just over 12 months ago, we, we were sat here and we were launching this programme uh, and we spoke to Carl Gilmore, who's really, uh, really kicked off the programme. And it, it, was, it was really nice to have a chat about what, what our plans were. And now we're just over 12 months in um, and we've got, you know, we want to have an update and see what's, what it's achieved. Ellen, can you just tell us a little bit about where we are with the programme now? Yeah. So I came into this role in April um, and it's been going really, really well. I picked up when we'd launched the men's pathway. So we linked in with HMP Prescoid um, and we took some individuals um, from there who were um, still in custodial sentences. Um, we took some individuals, well, the individuals we did take on, we worked on Rottle. So Rottle is release on temporary license. So it's where you're in an open setting um, and you're able to go out and work while still finishing your custodial sentence. So it really allows people to integrate back into society. Um, so we had a mix of individuals going to different roles um, across different organisations. So obviously we had Amy Infrastructure Wales, um, Balfour Beatty, Alan Griffiths, uh, Siemens, and obviously Transport for Wales as well. Um, so that's where I picked up, I uh, picked off and it's going really, really well. Um, we've got... We took two more individuals on in summer. Um, so we've now got 10 individuals on the Pathways program. Um, and we have had um, six be released um, since then. And all are still in their full-time permanent position. So that's going really well. Um, we provide lots of support from the sidelines um, to allow people to you know, do the roles um, at the best of their ability. And also when they're being released um, from custody, we give the support to help that transition back into the community. Because um, I guess that's the core piece of it to allow, you know, that's half, half the, I guess the, the obstacle really going back into the community is something obviously Brian can probably shed some light on that but also I know you're due to be released but that can be something that's quite daunting so we've really helped support with that um which is which has been really really beneficial um in terms of the women's pro program which is something I came in to launch um when I came in in April um that's going really well and that that was something that we just started from the bottom up really so our first um I guess step was to to link in with an organization called safer wales um so they're part of the women's justice blueprint so they are um helping to basically change outcomes for women who come into contact with the criminal justice system so that was our first step um we hosted a meet the employer event um which obviously many of you may know or may not know is what we did for the men's pathway program as well kind of does what it says on the tin where individuals can come and meet people from different employers just to discuss opportunities um what their skills are that kind of thing so we did that back in june um went really well um and from there that sort of opened up loads of more opportunities which was really good because obviously the women's pathway program was something we were really starting off from from nothing so from that we had um links in with different probation 
teams um, so we could access women who are in the community who uh, are at risk of coming into contact with the criminal justice system or have come in contact with in previously and they are on probation. Um, we also had links in with HMP Eastwood Park, which is a women's prison, um, which is there are actually no women's prisons in Wales, which not too many people know. Um, but we had that link in with HMP Eastwood Park. So we could start to do a similar thing that we do with HMP Prescoid, look at the option of rottle or release on temporary license or individuals who are being released. So from sort of June, we've really built that. That's grown massively. Um, and I'm pleased to say we've recently offered two women roles within Transport for Wales who are due to start with us soon. So yeah, it's going Really going well. really well. So, and just to recap for our listeners, if they didn't listen to the first one and they want a little bit of more information on what this is about, TFW and our partners are working with HMP Prescott, um to provide serving prisoners the opportunity to come and work on some of our projects and gain vocational skills. Yeah, correct. So it's, I, I guess the ov- overall nature of the program is, yeah, we're linking in with HMPPS, so His Majesty's Prison and Probation Service, um, to access individuals who may write them not themselves off from accessing different uh, work and I guess the overall goal of this program is to is to reduce reoffending um but providing that support in order to do that because that is something that that can be quite difficult for for individuals especially if you know they've got into that cycle and it is really a vicious cycle um so I think for me um it, Doing this, A, is obviously reducing the cycle of reoffending, um, but re- reducing the effect on the individual as a, as a human being, um, you know, getting stuck in the criminal justice system can be something that's, you know, really difficult and traumatic, um, but also reducing the effect on the families. So those that are potentially impacted um, by this vicious cycle um, and also it's, you know, it's, it's in all of our best interests in the community to be doing things like this because, it's reducing the cost on the taxpayer. We're having safer communities um, because of it. So yeah, it is, it is something that's that's really important. And and just to pull some of them figures you said, because I think when we've done this first podcast just over a year ago, I think we started with nine. And then you said you took on an extra two, so that's 11. And out of all them people you've taken on, did you say six have gone on? So yeah. they've finished their time in prison and they've gone on to full-time jobs? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they're in permanent employment. Um, doing. I think that's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it's 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 fantastic. It really, really is. And you know, the amount of dedication, work, uh, the work ethic that that these individuals are putting in day on day on day. You know, I <clears throat> I support from the sidelines, but they're you know they're the people doing it, and they should be really proud of themselves. So yeah, it's going really well. And now we've got someone who's already in the program, Brian. Hello. Good afternoon. Brian, can you just tell us first a little bit about your story? You're obviously, we, we've heard about the success of the project. You're, you're a key part of it. Tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah, certainly. So picking up where uh, Ellen was uh, mentioning the fact that um, we were approached over a year ago now in HMP Press Guide. Uh, we were chosen candidates to go on to this Pathways programme. Um, so we were filtered down to uh, see who would firstly like to do the job and then who obviously was able to do the job as well to try and fix our future. And tell us a little bit about, you know, what's, what's your standard day, what it includes? So my day, my daily chores or my daily role, I should say, um, I come to work, I leave the prison at half past five every morning. Uh, I drive to uh, work. Um, I manage a full site of men down in uh, Morganstown, which is near Radha. Um, I'm also developing a... a um, a, a multi-compound uh, down in Cardiff Bay at the moment. 
you know, did, have you done anything like this in the past? Never. This was, uh, I've obviously managed people in the past and I've obviously um, had my own businesses, but not um, to, to the extent of working in this environment with so many different people and so many different colleagues and a lot to learn, which I've taken on board over the last year. Uh, and what are the sort of things you've you've been learning? So management of people is the biggest uh, learning learning point for me. Um, I've also taken some acad- academic courses, which is in health and safety. Um, I've also done um, some other vocational um, exams and, and, and learned as I've gone along on the job. So now I, I started off as a general operative and I'm now in a very uh, high position as a manager for Amy. And you've touched upon it, but what are the sort of benefits for yourself from taking part in this sort of programme? Well, the biggest benefit of all is that um, even though I was given a custodial sentence, um, I was given the opportunity by the Pathways programme to spend the remainder of my sentence uh, learning and being able to come out of a daily basis uh, and obviously change my overall outlook on what I'm going to do when I get out of prison. So more, more uh, my everyday chores, uh, they, they kind of overtake my life in a way that is exciting for me to learn and so I can get out and change my future, to be honest. And, I, and when we were back talking about this before it launched, one of the key things we talked about was providing opportunities but changing people's mindsets and changing out outlook at life um and this is a living example now ellen yeah 100 percent. i think the the main goal for me is we didn't you know anyone can get any sort of job and you know there are opportunities for people leaving prison um in in jobs um however what the one main thing we wanted to do here was provide a career so long-term sustainable roles is one of the core focuses we've got so we just don't we don't just want to put anyone in any old role and say, you know, off you go. It's about firstly removing those barriers to get them in the jobs, but then supporting them long term. This isn't something that is just a tick box for us. It's something that we are going to do long term. So, yeah, it's, it's and obviously the proof's in the pudding with people like Brian. Yeah. And so what does the future hold, Brian? Tell us. Well, uh, I'm quite, uh, quite excited about the future, to be honest. Um, uh, the, the Excuse me for using the word, but the, the pathway for me now is that uh, I could only excel in the job that I'm doing. So I've been given an opportunity to work alongside uh, more of the directors and the consultants and the, and the different uh, project managers of, of TFW in uh, putting together a, uh, a whole different compound setup down in Cardiff, which I'm going to maintain um, after I've, I've delivered it. And so... Over the next two to three years, I'll be concentrating on going and stepping up into a high level of maybe project management. That is probably um, my, my future. And what about your sentence? When does that finish? Fortunately, it'll be finished in six months' time. So in six months' time, I will be uh, probably offered a contract uh, by Amy or, or whoever wishes to take me on then. So yeah, six months' time is when I come home to my family. And how do you feel over that? Oh, as you can tell by my voice and the way I the way I come across to you guys, I'm very ecstatic about it. Because even though I'm out every day and I got this opportunity and I'm living a normal life as it is at the moment, I'm in prison at the end of the day. But it's this is nothing. This this, this is a whole new concept of uh, how we can help others as well to get into the same position as what I'm in. And and on that note, what would your advice be to people? perhaps uh, we're in a similar situation as yourself to take these sort of opportunities? First of all, you've got to make your own choice uh, and decide 
what pathway that you're going to go on when you uh, eventually leave prison. So f- earlier on in, in my sentence, I made the choice to think, right, okay, this is not the right pathway for me. And then this this opportunity come up. I've I've obviously done some academic exams in the prison service um, because they help with that. And then that led me then into my health and safety sector. And then obviously all um, opportunities that come to me was because I've made a choice um, prior to getting offered this opportunity and said, right, okay, knuckle down, make, make a decision and just change the life that I was leading, to be honest. Yeah, and good luck for the future. Um, Ellen, so how does this fit into some of the wider stuff we're doing in TFW? Obviously, there's TFW, we're doing so many different projects. We're, we're building so many different things. We're changing lots of things in Wales for the people of Wales and the borders. But this focuses on our social impact. How important is the fact that we've got all these infrastructure projects happening, but we're using this as an opportunity to really benefit society as well? Yeah, well... My role sits within the equality, diversity and inclusion team. Um, So what we're doing is very much aligned with that EDI agenda um, to make, you know, if we're if we're operating within, well, our transport network is operating within our communities. So if we're operating within our communities, we have to be representative of our communities. Um, so it is something that, that is very important. So we're very aligned with the wider EDI agenda. So for me, it's more, you know, it's it's looking at people as an individual you know we've got we've got the recruitment part you know we've got the recruitment team we've got the early talent team um but i think what this really focuses on is literally taking an individual as a person looking at their skill set you know forgetting everything else that may hold them back from applying for our roles um and looking them at them as an individual with these skill sets with these you know the different things they excel in removing those barriers um and which is really, really important. And I think we tailor each, I guess, not everyone's experience will be the same as I'm sure Brian will agree. So it's about taking those needs um, and look, you know, tailoring it to that person. So for example, with, with interviews and things like that, we, we take it off the individual to see what, or the best way they feel that they may succeed. So the essence of this pathway, again, is to really set people up to succeed. And in doing that, um, we're going to have a more diverse organisation. Um, it's going to be more representative of, of our communities, um, which is something that obviously is is really, really important. Um, and aligning it with the Future Generations, uh, the Wellbeing of Future Generations Act, um, which, and I mentioned earlier, something that is, is really important is safer communities. Um, and we're, we're sort of, contributing to that which is something that, that is really really important and i suppose one final question we when we had carl and lisa in here back 15 months ago i asked them the same question you know what's the next steps and they said to deliver the program and see how successful and it's you year now and said look we've done it we've we've got six people into work um so what's where do we go next what's the next steps the world's our oyster i think um there's there's so much that we can do i think the, I really want the men's pathway is, you know, doing really well. There's more processes and things I want to build into that. So there's more support. Um, the women's pathway, pathway, I want to continue to grow because obviously we've offered those two women, which is great. Um, but I do want to be seeing more and more. So we have the same sort of numbers on the men and women's pathway. Um, for me, something that is, is really important and something I want to focus on in the very near future is why are we waiting for people to get 
sucked into the criminal justice system? Why are we waiting for people to, you know, go to prison and get arrested and things like this before we do something? So for me, I really want to look at preventative stuff. So, you know, at risk, and we do we do deal with some women who are at risk, but they they're sort of known before it happens. So I've got some ideas about what I want to do with you know people at risk. Um, we need to look at individuals like um, you know care leavers, um, things like that. So and I know that we're um, we offered a veteran as well. Um, so we really do want to focus on people leaving the military. So yeah, there's there's loads of ideas. Um, it's all really exciting, but for me, it's just about just continue to remove those barriers, provide opportunities that people still may not have access to, and they might write themselves off. But I'm here to turn around and say, you don't need to write yourself off. You know, I'm I'm here to support you. So that's the the main focus, really. Great, and and, and Brian, to finish with you, anything you'd like to add to that? So um, sitting in my position now, I mean, everything that's been put in front of me and for me, uh, you would never get a more grateful person than myself. Um, and I'm sure that'll go for all the all the candidates who have been on the Pathway Progress. I'm very close to them all. Um, so from, from all our perspective, we're all changing our lives with the opportunity that you've given us. And I think you put, you touched on a good point about trying to uh, eliminate the, the prison process um, and working close with the probation service um, may highlight that as well so that there is something that maybe we could all work together with because um there is people out there that doesn't that, that just haven't got the opportunity of a good job because they're stuck in a rut or they're in a position where they can't get anybody to help them so um yeah so i'm here to give back to you guys uh and to celebrate what is what has been put before me um and i just hope that Anybody listening to this can can learn from me and, and accept that the opportunity is there. We just need to find our path. Both, thanks both for coming on. Brian, it's brilliant to hear your story. Good luck for the future. Thank you very much. And um, Ellen, yeah, good luck with the project. And we hope to have you on in another six, 12 months and you can tell us, um, tell us what you've achieved then. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Here's Tim with the news update. Thanks, James. Some exciting news this week as we launched the first of our South Wales Metro trains on the Rumley Valley lines. The brand new Class 231 trains will be in service across South Wales and more will be entering service over the coming months. We've also got the launch of our brand new Class 197 trains at Llandidno Station. These have been running on the Conway Valley lines since the end of last year and are all part of the £800 million investment Transport for Wales is making in new trains. Moving away from trains to buses, Transport for Wales is expanding the popular Flexi service in Pembrokeshire. Working in partnership with Pembrokeshire County Council, the new Flexi zone replaces the current 315 bus service and connects villages and hamlets in the Dale Peninsula to Milford Haven and Haverford West. The expansion begins on the 30th of January and links up with a highly successful Flexi service in northwest Pembrokeshire, which has seen a steady increase in passengers since it began operating in September 2020. There's been a significant amount of work taking place over the new year and Christmas period for the South Wales Metro. You can read all about this on our website, as well as work beginning on the new station in Butte Town and the upgrade to Cardiff Bay Station. And finally, we've got some excellent ticket offers taking place this month with up to 40% off advanced ticket sales and six for the price of 12 on multi-flex tickets. For further information, see the Transport for Wales website. Back to you, James.
Thanks to everyone who joined us today. If anyone's got any questions about anything we've discussed, please contact us on social media using the hashtag TFWPod.